What is being exchanged between comedians and audience members during a stand-up comedy performance? You know, is it, is it laughs for money? Is it that simple? Moral certitude about social or political beliefs in exchange for adulation? You know, what's, what's the exchange rate? Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, what, what, what are we all getting out of this deal, you know? Is, is comedy a transactional relationship? Is it quid pro quo, you know, this for that, right? Like, it's interesting to me how much comedians and audiences use the word love, you know? It's like Whitney Cummings uh, has a comedy special called I Love You, and I'm pretty sure I saw an interview with her where she explained that she called it that uh, because her friends pointed out to her that she often said, I love you, at the end of her stand-up sets, right? She didn't even realize she was saying it. Her friends pointed it out, but it's what she would say before walking off stage after every performance. I remember watching Gerard Carmichael's most recent special, Rathaniel, and he talks about, you know, how he's struggling with the idea of accepting love from the audience you know, when he comes out during the special, like he's having a conversation with them and he's like, it's, it's weird for me to like accept that people are trying to be loving in this situation. So that comes up. Uh, Gerard's friend, Bo Burnham, who directed Rathaniel uh, during one of Bo's specials, an audience member shouts out, I love you. And Bo responds, you love the idea of me. You know, quick on his feet, that Bo Burnham, right? Pretty good little quip there, but also, Maybe a little emotionally closed off, Mr. Burnham, you know? How dare you heckle me with affection? You know, I'll show you the folly of your ways with my razor-sharp wit. I get it though, you know, Bo's whole thing in his, you know, specials, his comedy specials, is exploring performance. You know, what does it mean to perform something? What does it mean to always be in the public eye, you know, as a performer? That's kind of how he grew up, you know, initially getting famous on YouTube and so on. Uh, but that exchange between Bo and that audience member raises some interesting questions. Are we only presenting the idea of ourselves in our art? How close can we get to the real thing up there, the real you, you know? How close to the real thing is desirable if you're making good, honest art? Does making the art actually change you as a person in the process? And is that a way of being more real in the end? How possible is it for people to get to the real thing even in real life? I think that's an interesting question. You know, aren't we all wearing masks of one sort or another in order to participate in society? Don't we all have to rein in the real us on some level, you know? Think about what is a personality? A personality is a construction of action patterns that allow us to participate in society. You break it down, that's, that's what a personality is. You know, we go through life and we build up ways of being that are acceptable within our given culture. We learn how to interact successfully with other people. That's what a personality is. It's a tool for social interaction. It's our characteristic behavior patterns that help us navigate the world successfully. And generally, we don't fully express our personality the same way with every single person we interact with. You know, certain aspects of our personality are expressed more fully depending on who is around us. 
That's very natural, that's very normal, that's very healthy. So if we say to someone that they don't know the real us, that's because we haven't been bold enough to fully express ourselves around them. You know, for one reason or another, perhaps for very good reasons, we've kept aspects of our personality under wraps in their company. Performance is interesting because you're being highly selective about which aspects of your personality are being shared, right? It's it, performance is less organic than daily life. It's more constructed. You know, you're, you're trying to get at a particular thing with performance. You're not just naturally reacting to daily life. You're engaged in a pursuit with a specific purpose. So in some sense, we're always performing. You know, it's, it's rare that we can completely let ourselves go around someone, you know, totally let our guard down and just be ourselves without any fear of negative social judgments or scrutiny. You know, how many people can you be like that around? It's probably a close group of, of people. But I think that's sometimes what love is about. You know, some, form, some forms of love have that unconditional characteristic, you know, that feeling of acceptance no matter what. You know, be who you are, we will love you for it, right? People wanna feel safe in that way. Um, and I think that might be why comedians tell audiences they love them, you know, when they do that. I think that might be why audiences reciprocate and tell comedians that they love them, you know? The comedian feels accepted for revealing more of their personality, often aspects of their personality that have not been well accepted and approved in daily life. You know, the prevailing culture has rejected these aspects of the comedian's personality or at least the comedian feels that it has. And yet here are people who appreciate them, you know, all the more for those very same personality aspects, right? The flaws, you know, flaws become valued in this new context. And audiences feel that acceptance vicariously through the comedian. You know, people are sitting there thinking, oh, everyone else is laughing at this too. You know, I guess they can also relate. Maybe I'm not an isolated weirdo freak like the prevailing culture would have me think I am when I have these thoughts or these aspects of my personality, you know? So ideally, I think that's what's being exchanged at a comedy show. You know, it's that feeling that we all know that there's something more real underneath the surface. You know, we all put on our personalities to participate in polite society, but that's just not the whole story, right? There's more to us than what you see when you say hi to somebody walking down the street, you know? We're all a bit nutty. The world's, you know, kind of crazy. And it's useful, it's very useful that we pretend to be a little more stable and sane for the sake of keeping, you know, the economy running efficiently and, and getting things done in life. Uh, but it's still helpful to blow off some steam and wink at each other. That was a terrible wink. Uh, wink at each other, you know, that we, that we all agree Eh, this is a bit odd what we're all doing here, this little play we're putting on. It's okay to do that every now and again, you know? And I should say too uh, that the love between audiences and comedians is not really unconditional. You know, if comedians misstep consistently, audiences will let them know. You know, people won't laugh if the comedian misses the mark too frequently. So the process is a bit of an invitation to personal growth at the same time. You know, assuming as a comedian, you are putting yourself in a position to perform 
for diverse audiences and you know not just sycophants who worship the ground you walk on that's it's pretty rare as a comedian that you would have such a following that would be a that would be a toxic form of love right if you had this like idol worshiping but uh, returning to that comeback you know Bo has with that audience member you know that shouts I love you and Bo fires back you love the idea of me is that her fault you know should we really be upset in any kind of way with her for not knowing Bo what aspects of himself is Bo hiding when he's performing that he is afraid the audience would love him for if he were to reveal them. Isn't, isn't that kind of implied there? Like, if you knew the real me, you wouldn't love me, you just love the performance. You know, there was there was that kind of energy to the interaction. And I don't know, you know, it's, it's also still a performance, it's just a joke, I don't know that, you know, you need to take it that seriously, but I thought it was a very interesting interaction. Obviously, I don't know, you know, Bo personally. I can't, I can't say that I love him, you know, but I do love some of his art. I'm very appreciative of some of the performance he has put together. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything negative about Bo. I don't think it's desirable or even possible to fully express yourself on stage in a five minute or 30 minute or hour long stand-up performance. That's an absurd expectation. The art, is not the artist, and artists are not just artists. They're people with lives that are multifaceted. There's no reason you should feel the need to be everything that you are on stage. You know, it's fine for parts of your personality to be reserved for other, more private interactions with closer friends and family. I think, again, that's very normal, that's very healthy, that's very good. You know, I don't think the love felt between performers and audience members is anything like the love that can be felt between friends or family members. But it still has its place. You know, it's still valuable and, you know, helpful and useful and constructive in its own way. You know, it doesn't have to become something pathological. It can be healthy and natural and, and good. I feel like when I'm making my art, you know, my jokes, that's my art, you know, I'm exploring the edges of who I am. You know, when I'm, when I'm moving through daily life, it's more automatic, you know, it's less reflective. Artistic spaces are more consciously reflective spaces. You explore newer ideas, maybe that changes you, maybe that shifts how you behave in your day-to-day -day life in a valuable way going through that process you know and then again sometimes maybe comedy is just a transactional relationship you know maybe it is just paying money for some laughs because the comic needs money and the audience needs a laugh you know it's just maybe it is straightforward and simple you know maybe no real mutual understanding is being reached you know it's a minimal connection uh, maybe no growth is happening you know maybe that's too idealistic to have that expectation it's still like I've just watched enough comedy like even when it's just about money it's not entirely you know I watch a lot of comedy shows and lots of times you know comics sell merch t-shirts and beer koozies you know to supplement the money from uh, ticket sales and almost every comic will say something along the lines of you know you don't have to buy anything please don't ignore me you know I, I'm not a beggar on the street you know just say hi we can hug you know take a picture I'm not an animal I'm a human with feelings you know like most comics will say something along those lines if they're doing a merch pitch on stage toward the end of a show and you know you just kind of realize like oh a lot of these comics are you know just seeking out through this performance normal human interaction you know the performance is just an excuse to get people to talk to them after the show in, in some ways. 
Uh, and then they immediately burn out and realize well, this was a huge mistake, <laughs> you know, you know, huge mistake to invite people to talk to me. I'm so anxious and annoyed by all of this now, and they want it to be over. But yeah, it's it's not it's not a purely transactional business relationship. I don't think you know b between performers and audience members. You know, at its healthiest, artistic creation between comics and audiences can be an enriching experience. It can make you feel a bunch of warm, fuzzy feelings toward one another. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a form of genuine social bonding. You know, it can lead to personal growth. You know, that has its limits, but uh, you know, that's, that's been my experience of the art form anyway, personally, you know. But maybe that's just because I haven't made any money doing this yet. Maybe once the podcast takes off and the money starts rolling in, you know, I'll, I'll wake up and I'll realize it's all about the Benjamins, baby.